Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me again, Austin Crosby. Casey and I just got back from the liquor store where we slowly, very slowly, walked up the aisle, the beer aisle, and gave our first impression critique of just about every can in there and picked five beers, five single cans, all of which, kind of deliberately, we were open-minded, but there was something we were looking for to compare, the genre of sour ales with lactose. So be looking forward to uh, any honorable mentions from that category, we got a smoothie-style ale with uh, blueberry. We got a cherry pie a la mode sour ale. We got a grape-flavored ale with lactose. They also had an orange, but we chose grape. And a couple more. One was like a banana split ice cream sour ale so very delicate or sorry is that, what am I what word am I reaching for here decadent very decadent and uh, not stouts that was something going through so many times was I tempted by the delicious flavorings of a stout but ultimately decided not to go with it because I've been burnt far too many times by trusting a stout that ended up being very rich and too dark for me. Just too dark. Uh, like, I don't know. I've had a couple that sounded delicious and then kind of made me sick to my stomach as I was drinking them. So, on the other hand, we've had lactose-imbued IPAs that have really impressed me milkshake-style IPAs. And I think that this is pretty close to that. I'm hoping, fingers crossed. Anyway, um, one thing I... Did I mention the math that I did the other day? Which I think is pretty relevant. We had another gigantic peak today. Record-breaking peak of 11... 0.4 kilowatts of power coming off of our roof. We timed it really well today so that our laundry, turning on the dryer, and our charging of the leaf all fit neatly inside the sun rising to its peak. And so, despite doing all those things, we, we oh, way overgenerated again. And because this sort of thing's been happening, the other night I sat down and I calculated out, I got some interesting figures. All of the negative numbers for our house's electricity usage, meaning the electricity we still used from the grid on the periods that we were not self-sufficient through the winter. So from halfway through October to halfway through March, we still largely depend on grid electricity to the tune of 
2,000 kilowatt hours in the late fall, early winter until the new year, and then 3,200 kilowatt hours from the new year until halfway through March. So a total of 5,200 negative kilowatt hours that we use from the grid, really for the whole year, virtually for the whole year. So interestingly enough, you can then uh, start figuring worst case scenario for our total energy usage if you annualize it by averaging it into 12 months. So total, that ended up, that winter, you know, cost us probably like $800. But if you take that 5,000 and you divide it, it's 5,000 kilowatt hours total from the grid, divided by 12, and you get 44th, sorry, 454. And then if you were to multiply that by 0 0.08, that would mean that our average energy bill is $36 a month before you account for any credits we get from the summer. And we're starting to get a bunch of credits. So we started counting those in and we already knew that October was covered by September and so so I, we worked out some things to get a, a the most accurate starting figure as possible, which is that $36 a month or 454 kilowatt hours. And then we started saying, you know, how much electricity can we reasonably expect to return back to the grid over what we use for each month going forward conservatively? And let's say, and I'm going to skip fast forward a little bit, we can maybe expect to generate about 2,800 extra kilowatt hours to chisel away at that 5,000. And uh, if we do that, we have 2,200 kilowatt hours total, and we divide that by 12, we get 183 kilowatt hours per month on average, which is very little. I think that's six a day, a little over six kilowatts a day. And to put that in perspective, that's kind of just what we use with the oven, probably. Cooking two meals a day on our induction stove. Or um, it's less than one load of laundry that we use from the grid per day, okay? And that would mean that over the course of the year, our energy bill for that 183 prorated per month kilowatt hours would be about $15 a month or about a tenth of what we reasonably saw before. So that's, those are all pretty crazy, impressive numbers. It still leaves a gap to net zero or net positive. And Casey and I still have a large conversation about how that could ever be achieved, right? by taking things more off-grid, reducing the load of the house with off-grid production means, using infrared panels instead of space heaters. But it still means that there's a lot of potential, which is a great thing. Um, that also took me down the rabbit hole of like, look, trying to figure 
our uh, credit system here in more detail, which they've always kept. I'm always deterred because it's like very obtuse and uh, hard to understand the way that they present to you what your rate could be. But in my searching, I did see in a couple of places, it seems as if you still, if you still have credits come March 1st on your account from your net metering. So if you, and, and I can't imagine that, by the way, that you'd have to make so much solar for that to be the case. But if you, it seemed like if you get to March 1st with any credits, they will cash you out towards the other things of your bill, meaning they would help let that go towards credits or they would take that and use it towards your water bill. And I think that that only happens on March, in March. But it, it, they mentioned that a couple of times, that it, the charge, the credits could be applied to other areas of your bill, but I've never seen that happen. So we're going to have to find out if that's a monthly thing or if that's a yearly thing. It's kind of nice. It can go towards water. Anyway, um, we did have a big Caesar. Casey made a splendid Caesar salad with chickpeas today. A can of chickpeas with a beautiful print of a bowl of chickpeas from Trader Joe's on the can. And she put that with some tomatoes over the Walmart Caesar that hits way above its weight class. So that was really good. And we had leftovers. We went to the grocery store today. Wow. Long day. Very windy. Very, very windy. Anyway, guys, I want to get to trying that beer, that cherry pie a la mode beer. Um, oh, and also I want to mention, I'm, I'm trying to get my father, who is a um, neon sign aficionado, who's obsessed with trying to get us to choose and take some of his neon signs to decorate our house. I want to see if we can collaborate and he can help me get made a series of neon signs so that we could keep two of them and sell the rest for a profit. So we'll see about that. Could work out. I think I'm doing a good job of convincing him. I sent him a funny design today. So we'll see how that goes. Guys, thank you very much. Stay healthy. Come again tomorrow.